first off, these things that we've been talking about are are about like after the fact, after you've already met this doctor, right? And so that's important to know. You can reevaluate just because you booked with a doctor and they gave you like a set of things to do doesn't mean you actually have to go like do them, especially if you don't agree with that person, right? Or they make you feel weird or you're stressed after you leave. You can absolutely find a different provider and you can you could say to them, this I, I went to another provider. Maybe you don't like jade their opinion right away, but at the end of the conversation, after they've made their assessment, you can say this is what the other doctor said. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Lassa Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the advocational convo I had with Lindsay Moore. I think we made that word up. No, <laughs> I looked it up. <laughs> okay, well. I mean, I, I replaced it. It keeps trying to say avocational, yeah. but advocational is in the wiktionary. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So um, in our last episode, if you haven't yet listened to that episode, go back and listen to it now or feel free to pause this one, listen to it. Come, Don't listen to it. Then listen to this one and go back and listen to it. You're going to love Lindsay's voice. I'm going to be really honest. She's just very Just go sweet. listen to it. If you want to listen to this one first and then the other one, I know people do that just because they tend to listen to things on like the end of the week and then they go backwards in time. It's also fine. It's kind of like um, knowing the answers before the questions. I don't know. <laughs> It feels good. <laughs> so you do you. It's really what we're saying. It's like starting at the end of the maze. That's me. Yes, it is. Um, y'all, okay, this is not in our notes, but I just have to say this because Brad wasn't there for this. But um, in uh when I was on the Kate Wynn podcast, uh Mom, me and astrology, they said that like, you know, as but the way my chart reads, it's like really good with like before and afters. Um and I I didn't say it, but all I want to say is I'm really focused on the after and then figuring out how to get from there to the before, which is now. <laughs> So anyways, if you listen to that episode, you know, I like it before and after, but for different reasons. <laughs> that is amazing. Okay. All right. Well, before we get started, we got a couple quick things. Hello from Monterey, California. We are in Monterey. We are at the Balance Body POT, y'all. We are at this POT right now. We're going to be in Korea at the South Korea POT in Seoul. That is in I think May, and then we're going to be in Miami for that POT. So like yeah, later get, this year. get on the POT train. It's so much fun. It is a blast. Yeah. How do you get on that? That's a balanced body question, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but just know that we're there. So we hope to see you. Yes. And if you're in Monterey right now, well, we're, we're Come here. Say hi. We're in one of the hotels on the main drag. So there you go. You'll see us bopping around the event. Yeah. Can't miss we are us. We're going to have a table. Yeah. Um, and in a week and a half. We are going to do a pre-sale for the chairs flashcards. Oh my God. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> you guys, I'm so proud of myself because I was, I was really worried that this is going to be another nine month project, but like I've been really meeting the deadlines and the, our team is really got my back and we got a really good system going on. So I'm so excited to say that we are 
literally a week and a half away from opening up the opportunity to buy them early so that we can hit print and then you will get the best deal on the show on the up i don't know on the road on the in the in the on the pre-sale yeah you'll get the best deal it's a pre-sale it's the best deal <laughs> yeah. it'll be regular price when they come out just so you know that's so right if you're like i'll wait till they ship you'll just pay more thank you but you can pay less and buy early yeah so we've got a wait list for you um only those who are on the wait list are going to get the hookup okay so you can find that wait list at opc.me slash flashcard waitlist i'm just going to say that again opc.me slash flashcard waitlist and we will put that in the show notes because I, I know it's a mouthful yeah um and then the doors are already open for our october retreat what yep and if you know you know so that's all we're gonna say about that uh, YK, YK. <laughs> all right do we have a question brad we do um and actually this question was sent to you over the the gram yeah yeah it's actually like i think they were to be honest i think they were referencing an old youtube video so bless them for going back in time because I, um, I don't, I actually don't do Pilates after I weight train anymore due to my schedule. So I had to like go, Oh, let me update you on my life. Well, why don't you read the question? Yeah. Well, I probably should do that. Um, aren't you in my brain? Don't y'all know what it says? <laughs> okay. This person said, you mentioned you like to do Pilates after you weight train. I do Pilates before I weight train is one better than the other. And what I told them was, wow, thank you so much for like looking at this old video back in that life that I had, that's what I had access to. Cause I actually had Pilates and weight training in the same building. And so I could do it that way. And here's why I liked it that way. First of all, like weight training requires a lot of like stamina and the muscles and strength. And then you need to stretch. And I actually hate stretching. Like I actually, oh, so this is not a scientific really? opinion. This is just my opinion. I, yeah. So it requires stretching and I hate to stretch. Oh, I but, love it. I know you it's love it. Juicy. You also hate weight training. So it's like a really, yeah. <laughs> so I think that's, um, what I, but you're naturally flexible too, though. Yeah. But you still have to stretch. Yeah, I know. But yeah. that's not my point. My point was that I'm naturally flexible and I love to, to stretch. Yeah, I, I am naturally, I'm flexible. not naturally strong. Yeah. Um, I think I'm both anyways. Um, <laughs> so just, I'm just perfect. I'm just perfect in, all, in every way. <laughs> um, no. So, um, so why I liked Pilates after I weight trained is because it actually did the stretching for me. Obviously there are strength components and Pilates a strength-based workout, but it was really nice. And it really like, to me, prepped me for the next time I weight trained in my in my opinion, the, uh, the problem with doing Pilates after you weight train is one, you have to have the time and the accessibility and B there's no breaks in Pilates. Like there are breaks in weight training. So for the person who does it before they weight train, the reason why that's an awesome option is because it warms you up for weight training. It gets all your bodies connected. It allows you to be moving from your center right away from your first rep and you get breaks in your weight training. So if you're like, oh my God, that was a lot. There's like, you know, every after set, like you can just walk around and chat with people for a couple minutes and then go at it again. Like it's, it's, it's weird for me to do that, but you can. So is one better? I've never done a scientific test on this. I haven't seen anything from the Huberman podcast. Just going to say he does a lot of deep scientific research. So I really just think, what do you have accessibility to? And is either practice having a negative effect based on the order that you're doing it. If it is, then switch the order or switch the dates. Yeah, I think, I mean, you know, like the, the idea is with Pilates, you're going to be moving, moving consistently over 10, 15 minutes, right? You're going to 
get the blood flowing through your body. And that is going to benefit you when you are weight training. Yeah. So I love the idea of doing it before um, because it gets the blood flowing. Doing it after uh, Pilates also, not only does it help you strengthen, but it also helps you stretch. So you could use it as a cool down yeah. in addition. So yeah. actually you could do it both. Yeah. 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 That's what I, so I just think like it really has to depend on you and also your body and, and then ladies just going to like remind you of uh, Jen, Jen Pike's podcast podcast episode and also Dr. Bender's first podcast episode. Um, based on our hormones, our workout schedule has to change a bit. So you're, you may have times of the week where you can do a two a day, like I could, where I could do weight training and Pilates. And then there's days where it's like, are you kidding yourself? You should just be doing Pilates. Um, and if you yeah, are, or just do some jumping jacks. Yeah. Good to go. Yeah. <laughs> and if you are uh, perimenopausal, that is going to be a whole different ball of wax that you get to experience on your own. Yes. Love. I heard your request. I'm working on a menopausal guest. So stay tuned. The too long didn't read is do what makes you feel good. That's always going to be better. <laughs> love that. Love that. loves it's here opc summer camp you know that thing we started last year well we're doing it again this year and we're making it bigger and better than ever because we have teachers from all over the world which means all day long you can nerd out with me at camp zoom from the comfort of your own home in your favorite pilates workout outfit without having to get bugs or dirt or weird camp food that's like some weird slot no you can have the amazing food from your own home you can be whatever clothes you want to be in and you can join us all day long for whatever workouts and workshops you sign up for in fact you can even do a whole day pass and save the most money in fact, up to 56% off if you buy the day pass. So go to opc.me slash events to see the full schedule and lineup of events. If you only have access to a mat, we've got plenty of stuff for you. We've got reformer. We've got some happy hip reformer with you. We've got so many amazing things. You can go to opc.me slash events to see the whole schedule, all 14 teachers and all the goodness that's going to happen at Camp Zoom. And I'm your camp director. Woo! Okay, now let's talk about Lindsay Moore. Aren't you so excited to talk about her? I am. She's amazing. We love her. Yeah, obviously, uh, she was uh, actually she was the first teammate we've ever that hired. We ever ha hired. Yeah, and if and you didn't listen to her episode, then you don't know how much we loved her and you don't know how we met. And that's a reason why you should listen to it first. But anyways, Brad's gonna tell you about her. <laughs> yeah, she she's just lovely. But on a mission to empower people towards getting the best health care they possibly can, Lindsay is a doula a patient advocacy consultant, a coach, and a speaker. She works with individuals, <laughs> families, and providers to foster great communication to transition well through the different stages in life. Yeah. Um, which I, I just want to like point out, we probably have it in our notes, but if you can notice, like she says, providers versus doctors. And that we talked about that in the podcast of why like that's a really- Yeah, and we're not necessarily patients. We are clients. Yeah, love being a client because that means I can take my business other places. It's true. It also <laughs> changes the way you think about it. So, um, yeah, why don't I dump it? Yeah. So, um, I love that she, um, we brought up this topic that she said, which is like, why don't we speak up for ourselves with medical professionals? So, her points on this were that because they wear this white coat and because they have this medical degree, and because we're all raised that, like, if you're not a doctor, like, you're not, you don't know everything. And <laughs> um, we, implicitly trust them and well, we, well it's actually like a phrase it's called white coat silence yeah white coat silence white coat silence yeah so and it just means that we implicitly trust doctors that they said so and this there's this power dynamic that they know more than me right. about health and it's like yes they did go to school more than you did about the body but you also know your body yeah you know your body 
Yeah. And then also what other things that come into play is just people pleasing in general, raise your hand unless you're driving. Um, they- well, hold on. Let's talk about that. I, I, you know, your body, I think that's good. Uh, uh, that's, that's helpful. You don't necessarily know the science and the medicine, the medical behind your body, but when the idea here is, you know, your body. So if they're saying, well, then, you know, if they're making assumptions, for example, of like, you know, this, that, this, and you'll be feeling this, that, and the other. And you're like, am I feeling this, that, and the other? You can literally say, I don't feel this, that, and the other. So, because yeah. you know your body, right? Yeah. So obviously well, they know the the science behind it, but you can feel it. I had a doctor, like, remember when I was with my stomach issues and we had talked to the guy that I ended up working with and he had said, you know, I want you to get, I want you to make sure you don't have any parasites because if it's parasitic like it doesn't matter what i do we have to get rid of that anyways right so i went to this doctor with my insurance and you know we we in la we actually had great access to great medical care we lived in ucla medical district so we had awesome access and the doctor looked at me like i was a crazy person and i was like trying to tell him how i knew i felt and he was like you know all your blood your blood results look good everything's in range and i was like but i don't feel good and so I would like, I would like us just to explore, like, like look another time at this. And it wasn't until I said, you know, I've lost 25 pounds in the last two years with the stomach stuff. And that, that got them. So fight for it. Like give yeah. them more things that, that will advocate and explain why you don't feel right. Even though everything might say you should be. Yeah. I, I think. I think that's really helpful, you know, because as you get frustrated, maybe you're actually revealing more information, like in mm-hmm. your case right there. Mm-hmm. My mom had, I grew up with this idea that um, the doctor knows, but the doctor isn't necessarily right all the time. And I only knew this because my mom had her finger crushed in a garage door, like flattened. And she was like young. She was like in her early teens. And she went in and this doctor came in and I don't even know what the the full story was, but he said something. And my mom as a teenager was like, what? That doesn't seem right. And I was young and I was thinking like, how did you have the wherewithal to be like, no. And she told him, you can't touch me. Leave me alone. You need to send somebody else in here. And she like shut this guy down and I don't think he knew what to do. And she was just like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I don't know what, whatever it was that he said, she said, uh, uh-uh, I'm not, I don't agree with this. And that was the first time that I ever thought like, like, I was like, wow, I didn't, I didn't even realize you could do that. I thought the doctor just knew everything. So, I mean, you can, this next part, which I want to get into really quick before we go into your stuff is the people pleasing part, because it would have been so easy for her depending on how she was even raised to just go, okay, he knows, you know, but people pleasing is like what the prevent of that is like, if you don't come in prepared with questions to ask that, that then it's going to be really easy for you to like talk to the doctor. And then because you don't want to be a bother, a pest, like an, like an annoying, an annoying client, um, you might just like agree with what the doctor says. And yeah, sure. I mean, you can, I mean, I think that most people will think, Wow, the doctor's got to be super busy. Do I don't want to. I don't want to bother them. Do you remember the Seinfeld episode where Elaine was like, "What are you writing? What are you writing in my note? What am I writing in my chart?" And like, oh. she became like really obsessed with it, and then like she was like trying to steal her chart, and they're like writing like, I don't even. I don't remember if they're actually writing anything about her, but I think like we we have this fear that they're gonna write something about us, like that we were like an annoying 
patient and like don't like and I worked at a doctor's office everyone and just so you know never once ever in any of the charts I ever had to work in did anyone write this person calls too much don't answer them like that doesn't that and now if you if it has happened to you fuck that doctor move on but like and report them but but that's not what people are writing they're they're often just really busy and signs because I asked her, I said, what are some signs and symptoms that you're people pleasing? Because I think some people don't even realize that they're a people pleaser. And so she said, because it also can be like very, um, you know, specific. And she, this is very, she's like, are you driving home? Wish you'd had asked a question that you didn't. And I remember we talked about this earlier with the recent visit with the doctor I'll never go back to. And I really was trying very hard not to leave without having asked a question. And all I remember thinking is in the car, I was like all the things I wish I just said to her, like, you're not listening to me, <laughs> which would be yeah. the opposite. It would be a little antagonistic, but like still, um, please go into your office visit with your providers with questions you want answered so that you don't have to remember it in the moment. And if you are a recovering people pleaser, you can just like focus on your list. Yep. What did you love that she said? Well, first, I just wanted to say, if you're hearing a bunch of crunching in the background, you're not crazy. Our dog has found a bone and he's just out of my reach. Y'all, he hid that in the bed. I swear <laughs> we had no toys in this room. No, he went outside and he barked oh. and I opened the door and he came oh, running he back in that toy with the, the toy. Yeah. He went out through the backyard to get this yeah. bone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, this is August and he has a toy box and... <laughs> He's always looking for a specific toy. It's not just any toy. There are specific toys he wants at specific times. So it's anyways. true. It is. It is amazing. That was your um, intermission. It was. <laughs> yes. Um, another thing that I'm laughing about. I just looked up on YouTube um, Elaine and the oh. Seinfeld thing. Yeah. So we're going to include a clip to a YouTube video <laughs> so you can enjoy uh, that. So if you need a laugh right now, oh my God, feel was, free to check the show that notes. That's a great episode. That was good. <laughs> So, um, yeah, people pleasing, you know, it's, it's tough. It's, um, definitely, I think one, one thing that would be helpful with, with that is to write your questions down before you go in. Um, because you know, it's really easy to freeze in the moment. I've, I've done it, you know, like, Oh, do you have any questions for me? Uh, no, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't even remember anything. Like last, Leslie was like, Hey, uh, we need to take the dog to the vet because he's got this bump. And I, and I call the vet and they're like, Hey, what's wrong with him? I'm like, I can't remember, but I'm, I know I'm supposed to call you. So write your questions down. It'll help you in the moment. Um, one thing that I loved, uh, that, uh, Lindsay said, uh, she talked about red flags, right. With healthcare providers. And you just kind of hinted at it when you were referencing your experience. Um, and you can go back and listen to the actual interview to, to hear the full extent of, you know, the frustration you had. But if you feel like the doctor is talking over you or they're not listening to you or you're saying something and they keep changing the subject or they brush it aside, that's a, that's a major red flag, right? Um, if you leave the office with anxiety, that is a red flag. Okay. And, and the, you know, I thought it was really interesting because I think that, um, Oh, I left that office visit full of anxiety. Like I just like, I was like, not just anxiety, but anger, uh, anger. And I was like, even like sad about it. Cause I just wanted to have a fucking doctor here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You mean here, here, meaning in Vegas. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think, I, I think that, um, I had to go back to my California doctor and like literally go, I need a blood panel. What right. can you do? Yeah. That is allowed. <laughs> 
in the, the world that I live in a different state than you. And she's like, here's what we can do. And I'll do that for you. I was like, let's yeah. just do that. Cause that make that answers my questions that I had. Yeah. And, it, and it's frustrating, you know? So, so first off, these things that we've been talking about are, are about like after the fact, after you've already met this doctor. Right. And so that's important to know you can reevaluate just cause you booked with a doctor and they gave you like a set of things to do. Doesn't mean you actually have to go like do them, especially if you don't agree with that person. Right. Or they make you feel weird or you're stressed after you leave, you can absolutely find a different provider and you can, you could say to them, this, I, I went to another provider. Maybe you don't like Jade their opinion right away, but at the end of the conversation, after they've made their assessment, you can say, this is what the other doctor said. People but, get second opinions and different prices on curtains and yeah. blinds and carpet and handyman construction. How many people like did we building have? Building a patio. I mean, how, how many people did we have come to the house about the air conditioner? Six. Th no, three different companies. Three different companies. Yeah. So you can shop around. And I had two electricians come by. Two and different we electricians. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, because yeah. they because they were like, hey, we'll come do an evaluation. We want to see it. I was like, great. So I just started having electricians stop by. Yeah. Yep. So you know, treat treat your body like you treat your house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or your car, yeah. but, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, or don't maybe cause if you don't take care of your car, then don't do it like that. But, um, here are some things you can look for in a healthcare provider before you meet them. Um, so there are now like dating profiles, right? So, oh my uh, God, do you remember that ad, ad we just saw the other night? Uh, for you, maybe it was just me. I, I think I was binging on my own show. Anyways, there are ads and it is like swiping, like a Tinder thing. Oh, and that's it's like, hilarious. Oh, she's available tomorrow. Oh, yes, I was there for that one. I was like booked. And actually, I think that we were just going to mention um, your dad, your dad's experience with ZocDoc. Yeah, that was, was actually like, the ad we saw. And my dad's yeah. 70, you all. And yeah. he is like, oh, yeah, I just use it on ZocDoc. I thought, yep. He loves his eye doctor. He's mentioned it. I mean, he, he's 70, so he repeats himself. But he has mentioned <laughs> seven times how much he loves her. <laughs> yeah. And then and then the other one is that um, when you do meet them, uh, again, this is kind of this is now you've met them. So uh, do you feel like you have do you feel like you were able to build a relationship with the doctor? You know, did they treat you like? got to check my, my watch. Cause, um, I got another patient in four minutes, three minutes, you know, or were they, you know, like, were they basically buried in their notes the whole time or were they actually engaging with you? You know, I just want to bring up, like, I, I talked about this in the episode that I keep bringing medical people because it really, your health can actually be the biggest obstacle to you being until you see it. If your hormones are off, your mental health is off, your body's off. Um, but if you're like, I don't know guys, I, this is fine. I just want to say, this goes to your vets too. Like maybe you're like, I love all my doctors. Totally does. We were trying to find a vet here and we've shopped several times. We've done these several things. And with Bayonne, he has a, a, an interesting issue. And the doctors here were unwilling yeah. to figure out how to perform surgery on him because we said the last time he had surgery, he had a seizure and our vet that he was with was able to immediately stop the anesthesia he stopped seizing and she just quickly did the removals while he was still like lightly sedated. Um, but yeah, topical we surgery. He's yeah, okay. He's fine. Yeah. So, but we had to do another surgery on him. And while the vets here are fine and they're absolutely prop trained, whenever we mentioned this allergy or this, this event, they literally shut down, can't do anything. Yeah. They just go, um, yeah, we we're, we're probably not the provider to help you with that. And it's like, what? Okay. That's and crazy. So, so this goes to like, it's like, 
learning how to advocate for yourself. Maybe if it's easier for to learn it while advocating for your pet or your house or your car, try that. But, but, um, but you, there's just different signs and things that you can look out for. And our vet in California, which, which guess we drove four hours to take him to the vet, um, <laughs> six actually, cause I hit traffic, but she did research to make sure she could perform a surgery without him having this thing. And like, there, and, uh, there are I mean, people out there who she, can, at the end of the no, Shout before out. before the vets before the surgery started, we were just there last week. So before the surgery started, she came out into the lobby. She met with us and she said, "Hey, I was thinking about this last night." And I was like, "What? Yes, you you spent the time to think about mm -hmm. tomorrow's surgery mm -hmm. before you came in and did." It. I mean, you know, she's probably done this stuff a thousand times, you mm -hmm. know, but she specifically read our dog's chart remembered all the things and then mm -hmm. thought about it again. And when she said that to me, I was like, you're amazing. And and when she has her own building, we will give her a shout out. She can't, LA people cannot take any more patients right now. So we will give you all of her information when yeah, she has her amazing. own building and yep. we will happily send all the dogs to her because yep. she's amazing. Yeah, she really <laughs> is. Well, anyway, so, so we're talking about when you're meeting your provider, do you feel like they treated you like a human? Did they take the time to get to know you? And then finally, when you leave the office, um, what were you confident in the next steps? Was it clear? Was it easy to understand? Right. These are things to look for in a healthcare provider. So first is check out their dating profile. Second is their, you know, when you meet them, do you feel like they got to know you? And and third, did you leave the office understanding the straightforward next steps? So yeah. All right, loves, it's super important to me that supplements I take are of the highest quality, and that's why for three years I've been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands, AG1 is constantly searching for how to do things better. At 52 iterations of their formula and counting, their team is always trying to find better ways to source, test, and aim to find the best quality ingredients available. I love this so much, guys, because so many people think I have to get it right the first time, and they have done 52 different iterations. I freaking love that. So many people have asked me if AG1 is actually the real deal. I really do drink it, and trust me, there's a reason why I've been drinking it for so long. Quality for AG1 isn't just a buzzword. It's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research, high-quality ingredients, industry-leading manufacturing, and rigorous testing. At each step of the process, AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. I know I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances while the industry standard typically only tests for 10. Holy moly. I know that like I'm a recovering overachiever over here, but I'm super glad AG1 isn't. Okay, so taking care of my health shouldn't be complicated and AG1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins, digestive aids, immune support, and more in just one simple scoop. It's literally just one scoop. It's one scoop in one bottle of water. It's amazing. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. Y'all know I've had gut stuff, so that's why I've been doing it for so long. I've partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out. All right, so finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo with Lindsay Moore? Uh, well, so specifically when it comes to being your own healthcare advocate, she said, 
you really need to adopt a client mindset, right? So not a patient mindset, but a client mindset. So you are the client, uh, they are providing a service to you. Uh, and how can you collaborate with them to have the best possible experience? So I thought that was just so interesting because we were talking about it already with all the other providers you would ever bring into your home, but let's just talk about an exterminator, right? If an exterminator is coming to your property and you've dogs in the backyard, clearly you're going to, they're going to say, Hey, would you be so kind as to take the dogs in the house and lock the door? Yeah, of course. No problem. I'm going to collaborate with my exterminator so that he can do the job or she can do the job properly. Like when we, and that just seems normal. That doesn't even, there's nothing weird about that. That's an obvious thing to do, but somehow that gets lost when we are talking with a doctor, you know, in the same way you are in a position, you are a client, you have a hundred percent, you have options to go to another provider, right? And you, they need to, you, you can collaborate with them about your health. So I thought mm. it was really interesting to adopt a client mindset. Yeah. And like, if you're like, I don't know about that, you know, like maybe Brad's example is like, I live in an apartment. I don't know. Um, think about the places you do shop and the ones you don't and why you don't shop at those places. Cause you have specific reasons, specific reasons why you don't eat at a certain place. You have the, that's being a client, that's being a customer, it's being a consumer. Yep. So take that as like your roadmap. Yep. Totally. What about you? Okay. So here are the list of questions you need to write down. <laughs> and if you are driving, then you need to, you know, become amazing at memorizing. Here we go. Um, uh, one of the best ways you can advocate yourself is to listen to the post game. This is when you're driving home in your car. How are you feeling? Do you feel anxious? Do you feel angry? Do you ask, did you ask all the questions? So like, even do you feel things in your body? Like, do you feel better walking out than you like walked in, do you feel the same? If you feel the same, I'm going to go, that's a positive. But if you feel worse, that's, um, and it wasn't like bad news bears in there. You probably, um, with, with diagnosis, like there, there's something to like pay attention to. Um, and she, and then she, asked, she said, ask yourself what's going on in your body. What needs to change moving forward? Are you comfortable seeing that doctor again? This is a big question. Are you comfortable seeing that doctor again? You don't have to have a reason. So this episode hasn't come out yet, but, um, I want you in Dr. Bender's second episode on our show comes out. I want you to be really careful when you think about trying to reason with things. She has a whole mm. segment on reasoning yeah, as humans. We want to have a reason why something feels a certain way, which actually just causes more stress. So if you, if I ask you, if anyone asks you, are you comfortable seeing that person again? And you don't have an immediate. Yeah. And there's like a hesitancy in there then something in your subconscious is wondering what, like wondering something and it is worth evaluating. To me, that final question is one of the most important that you could ask yourself. And I really hope that this whole entire episode has you thinking about your health in a different way, thinking about your providers that are on your team. This is your team. You guys, yeah. when you see like people who are out there, like what, what you like would aspire to these actors, these, not that you want to be an actor, but like these people who are celebrities of some kind, when you see them and you see the life that they're living, they have a team, right? You have a team. Maybe you don't have like an executive assistant. Maybe you don't have, um, you know, uh, a, an accountant or, or, or like a social media person, but your doctors are on your team. Your dogs that are on your team, your vets are on your team. If your team is not allowing you to show up and be the best version of yourself and be it till you see it, then you think of like a football team. If your quarterback is slacking, you're not going to win this game. The other team has to suck 
worse than your quarterback for you to win. So, so it's so, so important that you evaluate who's on your team and make sure that they're all part of what your goals are. And for that, anything to add, Brad? No, I, I mean, you know, the, I think that the biggest thing, I just keep thinking about your recent visit. The drive home was, you were very frustrated. And that was an, uh, that was a very easy, like, okay, moving on. You know, and for me, I, it's funny because I we were supposed to see the same doctor and she had some, you know, um, patient prior to us that like took way more time than she expected. And so we ended up seeing her partner and it was. Uh, you did. You ended up seeing her partner. It was a guy and he was super cool, super chill. I was like, wow, this guy's really like I felt I th- I left feeling like. We're on the right path. And then you ended up seeing her and you were like. I can't go back to see this person. And and Not just an and just for because I don't want to hear it. I literally went seeking a woman. So it's this right. is not me not not liking a woman over a man. I specifically want a female doctor. I'm still going to look for one. I don't think anyone was assuming that, well, but I that's just, fine to clarify. I just want to yeah. make sure because, you know, I just like I really am looking for that and I'm going to keep looking, but in the meantime, I advocated for myself with my old provider. I'm getting, I'm getting the needs that I needed done. Um, so I can move forward, but you know, I, I just, I, I really do hope that these experts in all these areas are helping you see that, like, it's not just about having goals and a vision board y'all like your body is the thing that goes with you everywhere. (laughs) I I hope so. (laughs) Your, well, I mean, I guess these VR, what do you call this stuff? virtual reality VR. VR. Okay. That's what the kids are doing. And the kids are doing no, but adults are doing it too. So that is the only time you're living a reality that is not with your body. But I, I, I really do. Um, I'm like resistant to change on that. Um, (laughs) but I just really want you to think of your health as part of being it till you see it. And until next time, no, I'm kidding. I'm Leslie Logan. And I'm Brad Kroll. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today. We're so grateful for you. How are you going to use these tips in your life? Let us know by sending us a DM on the pod. Tag us at Be It Pod on Instagram, and we're going to catch you on the next episode. Love it. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of Bloom Podcast Network. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Crowell. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Cioffi. Special thanks to our designer, Mesh Herico, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And to Angelina Herico for transcribing each episode 
so you can find it on our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. my coffee lovers I got something for you and I know most of you are coffee lovers because if you're listening to this you have lots of things you're doing and coffee is something that you are taking with you everywhere you go in fact I know the plaza instructors around here are taking coffee kombucha tea and water into every class that they take so this one is amazing because this is pure cafe bold they have two options for you they've got black coffee and then they've got a caramel coffee latte which is amazing and here's why it's amazing it's pre-brewed so it comes in this amazing little packet and you can actually just take the packet in to your office, your work on a plane like we've been doing. And then you pour hot water in and boom, you've got coffee. And this coffee actually has some amazing stuff. It's not just regular coffee. This coffee supports your immune system. It boosts cognitive function, increases stamina, it reduces stress, and it has cordyceps. And what are cordyceps, you ask? Oh, that's right. Brad's here. Nature's powerful secret energizer, a rare species of fungi cordyceps is renowned for its invigorating properties and centuries old use in traditional medicine packed with essential nutrients this natural adaptogen boosts stamina and supports overall well-being and seriously it's actually super simple to make leslie and i have taken it camping yeah i'll use it in the afternoon we're taking it everywhere because i'm tired of conferences and different hotels having burnt coffee it's a thousand times better than the terrible coffee that you get on an airplane and the black coffee is like less than a dollar a packet so it's like it's really kind of amazing yeah and i'm i'm a big fan of the caramel myself he the does caramel like has it. a little bit of uh of milk in it so. it has some dairy so my dairy free peeps you, you can't do the caramel but you can do the black right yeah the black coffee is vegan keto gluten-free non-gmo nut-free dairy-free fat-free and cgmp compliant all right so here's the deal you need to go to beitpod.com slash coffee b-e-i-t-p-o-d.com slash coffee and when you do that, you are going to be able to get some amazing coffee that we're loving. You can buy it as a one-time purchase, or you can actually get it as a subscription. There's even family packs. So if you know that you've got a lot of coffee drinkers in your household, this is amazing. And it's honestly cheaper than all the coffees we've been making at home. So we are so excited. I hope you are. Go to beatpod.com slash coffee. And, you know, cheers to you and I. Every morning, we'll be drinking the same coffee together. Woo!